Hang on. Hey, what's up? Hi, everybody, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borquez. Sarah C. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to a super fun episode where we are going to take you guys back, back, back to season four. Yes, and it was, I, I, I don't know, I kind of want to say it may be one of my favorite seasons. Yeah, I don't uh, know. when I turned it on, well, um, what ha- what happened this week, you guys, was um, Sarah and I were talking about doing this, and she watched the episode again before I did, and she's like, I want you to have like time to fully experience this, because it was like very... Like, it was a pleasure to watch it. And so I was like, oh, my gosh, yay, I can't wait. And she was right. Like, it was it was really good. It really delivered in episode one. I mean, before, we're going to get there. We have a couple things to catch up on before we dive into that. So, yeah. But my excitement level was up. And... It was super refreshing, and it made me sad for how it used to be, and also, like, a little leery of what they're going to do, you know, with this season. Like, it's just, like, everything. I felt so many emotions. Yeah, for sure. Okay, well, first, we have to tackle um, Sheena had her baby. We haven't talked about it since she's had her baby last week, and welcome, Summer Moon Honey Davies. She was... I kind of have a feeling like I know it was like let out of the bag that it was going to be summer honey, but they added in moon, and I have a theory. Like, A, she was born on a, like, full moon, not just a full moon, but a full pink moon. Mm-hmm. But I kind of, if you do the timeline, and, you know, we have summers late here in California, I kind of feel like maybe they were conceived under a summer moon, a summer full moon, so it kind of made sense, like conception to birth, full moons, and summerish. Yeah. So welcome and congrats, Sheena. Well, and congrats, Brock. Uh, welcome, Summer Moon Honey. Now, she did have a little bit of uh, some struggles, which I'm going to let you talk about because you went through some very similar things, right? Yeah, um, yeah, super scary. So she, um, she right at the end. Gosh, I, I wish I had my notes out for all of her details so I can say this right. Um, let me see here. Yeah, um, it just super. She just had some complications that were super scary, and um, I can't. I'm like, I know she will give us like the full birth story, so I can't wait to hear the details from her. But um, very, very, very serious complications that she had. You know, like it's, it's. I know sometimes that Sheena, you know, can overreact to some medical things that happen to her, but um, this is not one of those times. So I'll never re- overreact to teeth situations. You, you can't overreact to that. Yeah, that affects your whole life. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> I feel well, like I know. like a lot I know some of, of her birthday she was cut or whatever, but this this is different. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like, when she was, like, hobbling around on her foot or then when her eyes or, I mean, there's, like, a, we could list them. But, I mean, it's, Sheena is TV gold, you know? Like, that's, she's so freaking entertaining. But this, I I feel like, does not fall into that category. So I was really worried about her, and I'm happy to see that, um, you know, that she's being well taken care of and that she's at home now. And 
um, baby Summer is so stinking cute. Like, have you looked at her face? Like, she has the cutest little face I've ever seen. And, um, yeah, I'm so excited for her. Yeah, the hair. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just, it's so exciting to see them all become moms and everything. Like, it's just, it'll be really, I think it'll be a really fun thing to follow along with. And I can't wait to see how it plays into the show and talking about, you know, the struggles of balancing it all. It's going to be, I mean, they really have their work cut out for them because it's going to be very hard to balance that all. Yeah. And she's going back to work soon. We know filming has commenced and well, as I think, you know, they showed the clips, but everyone's like, we're not filming yet. Those were just clips. We know it's starting the next, you know, couple weeks and she's even alluded to that. So, you know, hopefully when we go, we we may have some run-ins. And if, if not with her, with many others, like Charlie's back to serving. So hopefully when we go, she's serving. Um, you guys, we did look up. Um, I was making reservations. And the Tuesdays, because I'm thinking, oh, they're going to come back with a bang and see you next Tuesday. But all the Tuesdays are booked out. And I thought, wow, are people really ahead of the game? But I'm like, it didn't make sense because Tuesdays were just, nope nothing available but then Wednesday Thursday Friday Saturday like wide open so I was like oh maybe they're closing Tuesdays for filming and then they're gonna have some fake customers as they've done in the past right I just yeah I just I I think that they probably are gonna have and you know maybe some of our Hollywood insiders can weigh in if they know but I think that it's gonna be much stricter than it used to be how like when I was nine months pregnant and they had a ladder on top of me with you know tons (laughs) of people they they can't have the the volume of people there you know yeah with with equipment dropping from the ladder onto your belly yeah that was yeah that was crazy um it was just like so chaotic so i i i think so they they, may have yeah no i think you're totally on to something because that's super smart to book it out and let them film and you know and like you said hire a couple people to sit in the restaurant because They've done it before. Yeah. And I it seems like that would be like the safest way to do it. You know, I don't know. However, so I was looking at Pomp and Tom Tom. Tom Tom still remains closed apparently and you can't book out. Pomp you can, but again it was like Wednesday through Sunday. I'm like, Oh, okay. So I went on the website, oh okay, they're closed uh, Monday, Tuesday, which you know, Mondays we get, it's very typical in LA. Um, uh, but Tuesdays. And then after trying to reserve I thought I was convinced they're filming they're gonna have fake customers in there that's what Tuesdays are for but then if you actually go on the SIR website it says Wednesday to Sunday so obviously modified hours maybe for you know bringing us all back into normalization type of thing mm-hmm. um, so I'm they could still be privately filming or they're just flat-out closed on Tuesdays so we will be up there, but it will, yeah, well, we'll, we'll see what we do. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, I feel like it is like a, definitely a safe bet to, to head up there on that day because there's so much we can do up there. Even if that doesn't work out, there's like a trillion other places we could go check, you know? Yeah. Now, <laughs> what did you think of that? Well, first of all, so they threw out the two clips, which were, you know, snooze fest, right? Is that just like, their market research to see okay is anyone going to be into this angle or not should we regroup 
Um, but then it also said VPR coming this fall. So if they're not even filming until this week, next week, which is when they would typically start filming, but mm-hmm. then we don't get it till December or January. So either it's going to be a condensed season or a highly edited, like, um, I don't know, how could they put it out this fall if they're only starting to film in the next I don't know. I, I have a couple, a couple of things have bothered me about how this all went down. Like I, um, uh, I don't understand how like we are being told like, no, this, we didn't film like, yeah, you did. Like, I don't care if that's a clip. Like, that is a profession. That's not done on an iPhone. Like, some people were arguing that was all done on an iPhone. When and No, that was not done on an iPhone. That was classic VPR, how it was zooming in on the pastry when it said that Sheena gained 40 pounds. It went right in on the pastry. Like, it was classic VPR filming. There's no way that that wasn't all planned. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I, like Katie in New Orleans or um or the popcorn the lettuce or the popcorn yeah, did, or the But did you yeah. notice that cuz it was like you know in the clip it said you know Sheena's like I've gained 40 pounds she looks amazing like I, when she said that I was like really like it like how <laughs> yeah like yeah. I, I honestly didn't think that she even carried it like that at all so mm-hmm. and I, and again love that that she says the number like that makes so many women feel better you know what I mean like it's like cool like uh, Sheena just like us you know um yeah. but yeah I don't I don't know so that's kind of bugging me and then I started thinking um, <laughs> after we podcasted and we talked about overserved, right? And we talked about why would Lala bring up this Sheena thing and like what's going on and like why would you be that nasty and why would you say that? Oh, gee, maybe for a storyline. Maybe because they need a storyline yeah. of her and Sheena fighting and this is the perfect way to tie it back to Lisa's show and not just a podcast, but plugging Lisa. Like, are, are we doing this again? Like, I, I it, yeah. it feels a little similar to... Just guess what? Like, she saw Sheena recently, like, right as that was airing, and was all sweet and nice and kissing her ass and, like, didn't say a word. Like, oh, by the way, this is coming out soon, and I said this shit about you. That was, you know, when we were arguing four or five months ago, but, you know, now we're different. We've It's like, no, you're exactly right. Strategizing. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I'm. St- it's still like what? What I, I know? Like obviously, that's like we're not dumb. Like I feel like you know, not to. Br- I feel like I keep bringing her up, but like Bree and uh, Bree's, you know, working husband brought up the fact that uh, you know we don't understand how reality TV works. No, we do. We understand how it works, but it's things like this where they like swear up and down that it's different. That it's like it, it's a little frustrating. Yeah. I don't know. Well, speaking of Sheeta and her, I guess, 40-pound baby weight, I am going this week to Brock's F45. I have a friend that is a very um, loyal customer and friend, and he's like, come to a class with me. I'm like, okay, because might have been scared by myself. So I'm going to go this week, and I'm going to have to report to you guys on how it is. I'm a little frightened because I did look it up, and I'm like, you know me. I hate Barry's boot camp. I hate hate, cl- I hate group bonding yeah, you, Why classes. are you going? You are not going to do well at that. That's going to be very <laughs> – you're going <laughs> to walk – you're going to no, be like – I can't, though, because I'm going with a friend that's, like, really tied in. I'm like, 
I'm gonna have to fucking do the whole thing. Like, I'm a solo workouter person. Um, no, I like group classes, but like individual group, I don't like that. You know, okay, grab a buddy. That's when I go get a drink of water and I don't come back. So I'm like, I'm not here to find a friend, okay? But I'm gonna have to do it, and this is just gonna be my nightmare. But I'm gonna do it. I'm facing my fears. I'm saying yes to life. <laughs> so I will have a story for you. I later. mean, way to go! I'm impressed. That's awesome. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> I wish I was there's, there. To, I wish I could film. I, I did. I didn't realize the whole, well, we'll try to maybe film a little bit. I didn't realize the whole concept. So it's like, you know, it's like Pilates where they say no workouts ever the same. It's always different. And that's true with our Pilates experience, right? Mm-hmm. So it's the same with this, but it's live. I didn't know the company. I thought it was like Mark Wahlberg's company. No, he's just an investor. It started out in Australia and everyone in the world does the same workout the same day. But it's always different. And some days they're focused on cardio, some are on resistance. And but you know, it, it changes every time. So I mean, I'm kind of excited for that, that it changes every time because I did like that about Pilates. Um, I did tell my friend, I'm like, well, okay, he's like, oh, you know, every day at this, whatever, which one? And I'm, I looked at the schedule, I'm like, well, let's do the resistance day because, you know, what I hated about berries was getting on the treadmill and running and under that pressure, the the gun of the lady that I just didn't like. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, go, go, go. Like, so I'm like, okay, resistance, I feel a lot better about that. But uh, Resistance well, is going to be like pushing that football cart. Yeah, I'm kind of excited for that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> running on a treadmill I don't know I mean I make myself do that but on my own (laughs) yeah 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 berries was a nightmare for me as you know so um yeah stay tuned that's exciting yeah all right we can get into the episode I've just got a few birthdays for May okay shockingly no one came out of the woodwork for May 1st like May Day or even I don't think any Cinco de Mayo birthdays but speaking of Sheena we have Sheena's birthday coming up on May 7th so happy birthday new mama Sheena yes and her first Mother's Day too oh that's Sunday next Sunday so it's Mother's Day and her birthday on her first Mother's Day? Oh my gosh, that's like that is something to be celebrated. That's like a golden birthday kind of like yeah. rare once in a lifetime. That's cool. Pretty special, yeah. Like my birthday, I'm sure it's like Ronnie's like sometimes falls on Easter or if yeah. Ronnie's hasn't it will. Um, but that's cool. Okay, well happy Mother's Day and happy Sheena birthday. Also on May seventh is Jenna Bolt. Um, tomorrow on May third is Tiffany Nelson. And on May 6th is Brittany Schilling. Also, um, okay, oh, you know what? I take it back. May 1st was Darlene Butler Little's baby girl was turning 22 on May 1st. Oh, my gosh. Happy birthday to Darlene's daughter. That's awesome. And there we go. Yeah. So anything else going on with anybody else that I missed? Um, let me see. 
Um, oh, we did, um, let's see. Max's mom has come out defending him uh, in some posts. She's very outspoken. Um, as, you know, Vanderpump rules, I think, like, you know, new news is breaking and stuff. It seems like she is posting more on his behalf. Um, and Maximilian, Max Boyens, Max yes, GM, Tom uh, Tom. Okay. Yeah. Um, what else? Let's see. Because he came out kind of saying, like, kind of roasting the show a little bit and fans and. Yeah. Um, another, like, really interesting thing that I caught on Instagram was from Ariana. And I love how Ariana runs her social media. Like, um, I would hope that's how I did it because she's kind of funny with it. But she's, like, really, like, addresses people. Um, so she po- she posted up, like, an, a cute picture. I don't even remember the picture, but, like, literally just as adorable as she always is. And uh, this person... Um, commented on the thread and said no shade but does ariana's face seem i don't know puffy not suggesting she's gained weight but rather like inflammation but i can't with sandoval's facial hair he looks like a conquistador um but so she responds and she goes can you explain what you mean i've been trying really hard to lose weight and do my makeup and stuff to look good this season is there something i can do to make my face look bony and skinny i've never been able to achieve that look and have always been told my hooded eyes make me look tired or puffy as you say I don't know. I just loved that, like, she, you know, huh. phrased it back and just asked the girl, like, what, can you, exp- like, can you tell me what you mean? Because I, I'm, you know what I, like. Oh, yeah. Can you give me some tips then? Yes. You're, like, yeah. Here's what I'm insecure about. Can you help me? And and I'm sure that girl probably felt like an asshole. Like, but oh. it's like, but it, it's, <laughs> I like it because it, like, it kind of diffuses it. She addresses it. And then it makes the other person, like, rather, like, she didn't, like, yeah. go out of her way to make the, the person look dumb but she did you know like she pointed out her own flaws before anyone else could yes which i don't see those flaws but you know we all see our own flaws and no one else does yeah like when we were in denver last week and i took a picture at the um whatever denver's rockies rooftop bar and and because was like um does my stomach look fat i'm like well that's impossible because it's not and you don't have one but it's all, you know, within our own eyes. And so when she tells me, no, you, oh, this is great. And I'm like, oh, my God, I look like Shrek. No, it's all in our own vision. So I'm not going to try and talk someone. I'm going to reassure them that that's not what we see. Yes, yes. But we all see ourselves differently. So I'm going to respect that. But also assure the person this is not how you look to the other uh, people on the outside. Exactly, like, we're, exactly. We're just our own worst critics. Yes. And so ariana could say those things but even the things you said she just pointed out like i don't see that in her at all yeah and she's not even my friend i'm not even trying to be nice i'm just like you know i don't see that but okay i I feel that you feel it so yeah i respect that yeah and and i just I, i i just i appreciate that so much when you hear from like a person with a platform like that when they respond like that because it's sometimes you don't know I don't know like sometimes you don't know if it affects them you're like wow like I wish I could have like that thick of a skin or I could you know put myself out there the way that these girls do you know it's like wow you know but to see her respond like that it's like okay that's I I I appreciate that she is you know like she's human and that like hurt her feelings you know what I mean like she's and she says she's trying I don't know yeah, cool. for sure. And, and like Katie does the same thing. And like that actually kind of leads into like 
when I turned on season four, episode one, and I showed this season on Vanderpump Rules. And one of the shots of, you know, the preview was Sheena, Ariana, and Katie in this, like, lingerie, like, dressing room or whatever. Sheena's, like, mostly cut off. Um, but they, it's a full, like, butt shot of Ariana and Katie. And, like, Ariana looks like a rail. Like, she's known to have, like, this amazing bubble butt. But she looks like a tiny rail in this photo. And that's not in a negative way. She just looks really thin. And then Katie has this, as she does still, no matter if Katie fluctuates 5, 10, 20, I don't, I don't know, you know, camera distorts things. Her butt is so amazing. And this was season four. It was perfect, flawless. And then, you know, uh, season six, when we saw her in person, same thing. She just has an amazing ass. And, you know, we all have amazing ass. It's just in different ways. But... You know, it's just it was it was interesting to watch from so many years ago. I'm like, well, she always has had, you know, but it's interesting to see the changes. Like, yeah, she did. I mean, she, yeah, she looked great. Um, all of it was it was fun just to see all of them, you know, younger and just remembering like how how great this show is and why we love it. You know, it was it was cool. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking, I'm like, because Ariana looks so like she is a tiny like people say what do you like a fair a little uh fairy or something like in person she's so tiny like smaller than you would think on on screen because she has a you know strong presence but she's like this tiny little um what's the word like um what's the fairy called for peter pan um tinkerbell yeah she's like a little tinkerbell um but yeah in this season and I thought she looked particularly thin and I thought huh you know what maybe she was because you think about the stress level for her season four this was Miami girl this was she was now a Tom and Kristen was on a vengeance and she was probably stressed out of her mind mm-hmm. you know that does that to a lot of people like you're stressed you just can't eat you lose weight um that has never freaking happened to me like i, I know like, what the heck <laughs> like i joke about divorce diet with julia i'm like yeah um i want to get married into a like a really bad person and have a bad divorce so i can just be like the real thin person you became yeah during that but yeah it's never and i don't i'm not also i'm not the ice cream you know like sometimes people just can't eat or sometimes they overindulge or like I need pints of ice cream and alcohol like I haven't been that person either but I just I'm like why don't I just kind of stay the same I just want to be the person who's like oh my god I've been so busy today I forgot to eat like I (laughs) I am like usually very very busy like every single day and I can honestly say there's never been one day where I'm like Holly stop and eat you know like I've never that's never happened I do do that if we're drinking. Like we had a big event yesterday and it started early. And if I'm hostessing something or partly hostessing or I'm just so busy with serving other people or making sure everything's okay. And I may be having some cocktails. And if I have cocktails, that fills me up. So I do forget about eating. You know what? That's true. When you're hosting something like that, that that is when I I don't eat because yeah, you're busy busy pure general yeah adrenaline you're thinking about other things yes. or if you're drinking that tends to fill you up yes exactly but, 
So, I mean, I get that, but not just from, like, sober, oh, I just forgot. Yeah. Like, oh, that must be why I have a headache. I haven't eaten all day. Like, no. (laughs) No. (laughs) So we go into that, and then we flash over to Jax with his Band-Aid on his um, nose. And I think this is probably really the season where he really lost it. Because he looks swollen, puffy, greasy. He he's got those really bad hair hairline chops, and then sort of Schwartz. There, that was the era of that Wolfman. Um, oh, I what's hate, that movie? You? Hate that Wolverine or something. Wolverine look, and he yeah, it it just that's all yeah. I wrote was yeah, not my vibe. Yeah, and yeah, Chad told like, that a couple of times, and I was like, yuck. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when it's patchy, because on Jacks and Schwartz, it was like all patchy. Now, yeah, it just comes off looking sloppy to me. Yeah, and on the flip side, when it's not patchy, like I watched Matt James on The Bachelor after the Rose or whatever, he was the last Bachelor, and he like fully embraced and growing into it and cool, but I also didn't like that. I don't like the too full look, but I also don't like the patchy, scrappy, like, right. okay, you can't grow enough. Like, it's just a personal taste and personal style. It's not, you know. I just, you know, watching this season again, like, I just was so appreciative that Jack's, like, just like we can argue that Kristen has really taken some hard hits for this show, Sheena's taken hard hits for the show, so has Jax. And by him, like, giving us this moment, you know, and not scheduling his surgery during the off time, but, like, truly just looking like a hot mess. Like, it was, like, it, it, I don't know I mean, how someone doesn't watch this show. Like, how could you see a preview for that and not say, let me check out what this is? You know what I, like, it's just like. Because housewives always do it on that hiatus. The yes. Off, you know, off season. I think Jax likes looks- the attention. He likes it. He lo- he looks so grotesque that Lisa had him behind the scenes um, shining glasses with James because she's like, "You're not fit to look out to be at the bar. You're too grotesque looking," <laughs> which he was. He was. It I was, don't disagree with her. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, and especially like you know, there's so many like out of town guests that come to Sir, and they're not used to that. You know, it's like, whoa, yikes. Well, I feel like a little like sanitary reason because he had like it's like oozing yeah he had like a oozy face and i'd be like i don't really want your hands muddling if you're touching your nose because it itches and then that you're muddling lemons into my drink like and they're not wearing gloves it it would creep me out yeah i agree speaking of Kristen, in the preview also they showed her going i am the most powerful bitch in the world it's like yeah that's Right around when she got that. (laughs) I loved Kristen's confidence in this whole, like, this whole season is just great. You know, like, she, she truly believes that. And, like, I, I believe that she has, like, manifested her life, like, by believing this. Like, it's, it's something to see. That's for sure. Well, it really goes to back up the theory that this show carried on very well without Stassi who was pivotal in season one season two so one could say oh take away the star of what you know she once thought she'd get a spinoff in New York and that didn't happen it was very humbling for her Um, you know flash forward to James oh can I come back 
um, it really carried on quite well without her. Um, and Very, then, and yeah, they, really well. Like, because I, I remember I was devastated. I was like, this is going to stink. Like, how is this going to work? And it ended it up did. being one of my favorite. Um, I, I think I'm going to have, I mean, this is just episode one and it packs a punch. I'm thinking this might be one of my favorite seasons. Well, it's it's nice because it, it gives you time to to like like the other characters interacting with each other because there's not that tension of Stassi commanding them like you know who to be friends with so it's interesting to watch Katie it's interesting to watch Ariana and all of them you know everyone interacting yeah. like it's just uh, for some reason taking out that taking out Stassi's rules like really I, I, you could feel that the cast was like more comfortable and you know and it, it- plays out at the end but like when we think about season five it was all about Katie and Tom's wedding and then season six oh it started out with a bang with the faith and Brittany and but then season seven sucked ass and so I'm thinking four is right up there yeah and it, and it's also giving me you know a lot of um I'm I have I'm I'm hopeful about season nine like I it could be really good so I'm definitely not writing it off I want to see it well, and also in season four, one of the most um, delicious lines ever served, probably, you know, on reality TV, was, You hate me, Lisa. Oh, darling, you're not important enough to hate. It's like, oh, it's just the ultimate. It, yeah, and there... That there's, we should all use. Yes, and life. there's just something about, like, I... I I also felt like Stassi was very relatable in that moment, although she quite like she didn't quite let us know that she was being relatable. I I really enjoyed seeing her come try to come back and how uncomfortable that is where I don't know, like maybe you've embarrassed yourself in front of your friends and you kind of have to like come around and be like, "Okay, like I lost my cool. Like here I am." You know what I mean? Like the other day, um, I, um, some of my friends were like, come over, um, we're having girls night. And Chad had come home late and um, I was like stressed out and I was trying to get there. And um, I thought I was going to her apartment in Costa Mesa. So I drove all the way over like off of Adams, you know, and it was like, it was like nine o'clock at night and whatever. It wasn't even that far, but it was just annoying. Mm-hmm. And um, so I get there and I'm like, is this the right parking? Because it's like this crazy apartment complex with like all these like tight parking things. And um, rather than answering my text, she calls me. And you know how I hate talking on the phone. So I'm like, why on <laughs> earth are you calling me? So I pick up the phone. I'm like, oh, is this where I park? And she's like, I thought that you knew that we changed the location. Like we're in like West Garden Grove right now. And I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> and like, I completely like I hung up. I hung up on my friend and just like burst into tears and drove home and like would not go to the girls night like I just like I I just lost it I don't and it wasn't anyone's fault but I was just like you know when you just have like a day and you're just like done I don't know like it just kind of like brings me like that's how I don't know I just I like having to see so then anyways they ended up texting me like come over come over come over so I had to like swallow my pride of throwing like a big old fit and I went over anyways and they were all like waiting at the door like we're sorry you know and I'm like I'm sorry that I hung up on you you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I thought you were going to get there and they'd be like, um, yeah, it's been over for like, we're moms. We go to bed by nine. Like, why are you showing up at nine? Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, I should have just stayed in bed. I should have just not even gone. I think we stayed up until like one or something. And it was like, I thought I was going to die. 
Oh my gosh. Well, so then they open up, and here's this was very notable for me. Sir looks so clean and chic and fresh. Like, literally, the bar was sparkling. Then there's like these tan and gray chairs that were not stained, nasty messes that we're used to at Sir. I was like, wait. Oh, so when they renovated again, because she's like, oh, it just renovated and made everything fresh, and it looked fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, when did she re-renovate? Because after that, she went to, like, the white coverings. I mean, she still kept those, like, well, and hot then pink I'm, velveteen uh, numbers, yeah. but they're also stained. And what about when, like, she showed the new menu? I'm like, well, those <laughs> definitely have gone to hell because the menus are always disgusting. Is- sticky messes yeah yeah the menus are always like sticky and you're like oh should i touch this like this is back you know pre-covid obviously where now you're actually like we all hate scanning the barcode especially friends with android phones or technologically challenged friends they're like i can't do it can i just have a menu and we know who we're talking about um anyways (laughs) Um, I would have actually welcomed the barcode a couple seasons ago at Sir because I didn't like touching those menus. They were very gross. But the, it, everything looked sparkling and fresh and clean and chic and, and modern. And then, you know, whether, we had been there at that point. But, like, obviously we hadn't noted any of that stuff back then. And maybe because... Like, you and I always look for that stuff because we had already been to so many hotels. We were like, it's going in the review. <laughs> but obviously there was nothing that really jumped out at us as being gross way back in those days. But when we started to notice it was when we started podcasting and she did re-renovate again. And then that's when we noticed her off-white linen chairs. They were just stained with all sorts of muck and dirt and wine and they really yeah they really rely on that like that lighting you know that that mood lighting at night and then you kind of can't see what's going on but when they opened for brunch and when we were there during the day that's when it's like truly terrifying yeah (laughs) it's like if you're you know had a couple drinks and you go in there and it's like you know it's got the purple lighting and it's all dark and moody cool but if it when you see it in the broad daylight it's like oh dude this is not cool but even like the pink room, which is Brittany's favorite. I love working the pink room, like with the lighting in the restaurant, but also the camera lighting. It looks like oh, it's like a little fairy tale land. But when you see it in the daylight, <laughs> it's like this horrible fuchsia crushed velveteen that's like stained and like matted down. You know, like when stuff gets little balls on it because it's so like worn out. Like it, it looks pretty scary in in daylight. <laughs> yeah, I I just I think but. I think it also shows like how much upkeep, like there really is to a super busy restaurant like that. Like you can't you can't let things go for two, three, four years without ch- updating the chairs and or laundering the the seat covers and things like that. So I think that um, you know there's there's definitely a lot to do, and um, I'm sure that Peter has like a little checklist for all of those items. Like, okay, time Time to fix this. Um, Yeah, well, Peter, you missed the boat when we were there, and you're like, "Uh, we're out of of napkins. Should I go over to Craig's? It's like, why wouldn't you go over to Pump, your sister restaurant, or Tom Tom? I'll go over to Craig's, see if we can borrow some black napkins. I'm like, 
what what kind of joint are you running that you're going to a competitive restaurant to borrow black napkins? Like, you, you yeah, hmm, maybe, well, maybe it was the night manager's fault. Maybe someone didn't put the laundry in. So maybe it's not Peter's fault. He just caught it. I know, it. but could you imagine, like, being, like, the manager of, of Craig's and being like, how many do you need? How many napkins do you need, Peter? 50? <laughs> okay, when are we going to get them back? How are we going to do this? Like, are you going to keep track? Like, there's no way. Yeah, and you know the quality is different. I'm sure Craig's has a nicer quality, maybe even monogrammed or something. Like, how, Well, and they how, probably have like a full supply room. That's why he knew he could go there and get something because they always <laughs> are stocked, whereas like probably the other restaurants aren't stocked either, you know? Yeah, because Craig's was started by this like um, famous maitre d' that just ran the ship for, you know, he, he pulled all these celebrity clientele because he would – he was a maitre d' at like the super hot spot celeb place that you know for decades so he knew all the people he knows how to run a ship mm-hmm. and that's why his place is you know popular because peter knows how to run a ship too he's a pirate did you see that someone in our group was at vanderpump uh vegas and peter was there no yeah so someone posted, um, they're going there in August, and like, any tips? Do I need reservations? And I was like, honestly, like, I made one at 4.45 p.m. to get in at 5 p.m., and it was fine. But also, you know, there's a line, but it goes quick. I go, it, the turnover is super fast because you can't get a meal or an entree. It's just light apps and drinks. And also, no one wants to stay more than an hour or one or two drinks because the drinks are $18. And even if you get a well drink, just like a basic vodka crayon or whatever it's still like $16 so you go there for the ambiance and the experience mm-hmm. and then you get the hell out of Dodge yeah so anyway so but then so I posted my tips on like what drinks I liked and what apps I liked and then someone posted oh we were just there um yeah it was like 15 20 minutes and Peter was here and she posted a picture of herself and Peter so. oh cool uh, he was probably there working on casino scout Oh, oh, probably. He's probably, probably ma- he, mapping things out. I think he got so many complaints about how no one can get out of Caesars, um, a.k.a. me, that he's like, I got to do some more research here. If Sarah can't get out of there, then I, I, I need to upgrade this app. <laughs> and can I have the app, please? Please. He, it's been like four years now. Okay, Peter? <laughs> you know how I get things done, Sarah? I, I, I make sure that I have time for everything gym working laundry everything gets done in one day i wonder if he was on the airplane and like like with some weights and doing like a workout while he was also like voice recording his happy hour and like meal prepping yeah yeah four things at one time everything yeah that's how you become successful so they flash forward to the company meeting jack's got his nose band-aid um just goes to show how long jesse montana's been around i mean he was he's been there for years and he's still there and yet producers must just really hate him because he's been there from the beginning he's also friends with many of the ogs if not all or most he's he parties with them like intimate like like spends holidays with them and spent you so they just they've got something against jesse because you would think at a restaurant in the heart of West Hollywood, Boys Town, and for the owner and the restaurant to celebrate gay pride so much, 
you might have a character or a, a, a person on the show that represents that clientele, but now they still stick with, nope, not him, not him. Yeah. The only time they even broached it was with Billy Lee, and then they, you know, got rid of her real quick. It, <sighs> look, it looked like he might be around this season, though. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. We'll see, yeah. I mean, even him being the one to hear the face stuff and then tell Brittany the face stuff, they still wouldn't give him the airtime. Even though he was like, he was the messenger. Like, that should be highlighted. Like, they give Tiffany, Brittany's sister, more credit about the whole um, James thing. They gave her a whole lot of airtime. You're like, right. Jess- Jesse delivered the bomb and he, he like, got nothing. nothing. Yeah, yeah, nothing. <laughs> yeah, that that would be really interesting to know why. Because I, I feel like there's um there's some characters in other on other reality shows too where they never seem to quite make it, you know? But they're always there. Well, you must have pissed someone off. Yeah. So, because he's very good friends with Ariana and Sheena and um, some of the others. But anyways, Lisa calls out Sandoval, of all people, this is this is where it's all like watching a whole new show again. She's like, "Well, some of you have been very lazy," and I thought, obviously, she's talking about Jax. Yeah, and then she was talking about Sandoval. I'm like, Sandoval being the lazy one? What? She's like, "I think you've only worked six shifts in months." So I think this is the season when they actually started making money instead of the fifteen thousand a year, and then they got a little, maybe a little in the zone, a little too big for their britches and then you know he came back around realizing oh wait i need to embrace the shifts and the fans to sustain this money train right yeah like sheena had the the secret all along she never took anything for granted and 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 rode the train hard and she's still she's still hustling he i think he got a little like oh oh dude now i'm a star but it's like oh wait no you gotta work this sandoval yeah because you know the thing about sandoval is like he's never the star he's a very important figure and character and integral part but the show can't be centered around sandoval it's just that it's not it yeah and i never i never um got over the things that Kristen accused him of during their relationship um and i i think i i obviously he has like fully grown out of that just from seeing like the fruits of his labor with his life and his house and his businesses and i mean i think that he is definitely changed how he was but i think uh i'll just never forget how she said how much she took care of him and how much she did for him and how much he relied on her so i i just i think that he was probably going through a little bit of a transition there figuring out you know like we all do when we're growing up you know it's like you you've got to figure out how to balance everything yeah and and maybe in his defense uh, maybe those months that he wasn't working very much maybe it was before Kristen was fired and he was just trying to avoid that situation right right much like it comes into play with James trying to avoid you know Lisa lays it out like you she cannot be here when you're working she's obviously you know she triggers you and starts fights and and so maybe that's what was going on with Tom was he was just trying to because even if Kristen was fired maybe she was still there all the time hanging out with her friends and he was just trying to avoid that situation so yeah 
Give him the benefit of doubt. Uh, meanwhile, Katie tells Sheena she heard Stassi and Patrick have been having issues and he wants them to move out and live separately so they can resolve their issues. <laughs> and then Sheena's like, that's weird. Like, that'd be like Schwartz saying like, hey, I want to marry you, but let's like break up for a while and see how it goes. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Like, I mean... I mean, yeah, that was, uh, hearing that was, like, ooh-ooh, like, trouble in paradise, that does not sound good. Like, it, yeah, you never, that's the last thing you want to hear from your man, you know? Hey, um, let's, let's live separate for a while, see if we miss each other. No. And let's live across the country. Yeah. Not just separate, but why don't you move 3,000 miles away, and I'll come there, I'll probably get my own place, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Then they go over to Jack's actually standing up for James and he's trashing Kristen. And this is just, I just don't get Kristen or even Sheena. Jax is just such a shitty friend to Kristen. He's a shitty friend to Sheena. He throws both of them under the bus all the time. And yet they're both still there. Well, that's just Jax. And like, look at Kristen now. Like, she's just like, oh, I'm auntie. Jax is my best friend. Brittany's my best. It's like, how many times he's trashed you on public TV saying you're a crazy, pathetic, desperate? Same with Sheena and Sheena forgives. I'm just like, I, I can't imagine a friend talking about me that way. Like, even if it was once and you were in a fight, you could go over it. But like, over and over and over. I'm like, I. <laughs> and he calls Kristen, she's a ticking time bomb. She's crazy. And he's talking to James. He hates James. And he's like helping him out by throwing his long term, his oldest friend under the bus. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. I don't I don't understand the spell and the charm that he has over these women. I know. I know. It truly is something. It's crazy. So then Jax talks about this is this is fun. <laughs> I wonder if Brittany's ever watched this, but uh Jax talks about Carmen being like the main girl in his life and um how he's mad at Kristen because she still hangs out with Carmen and James is hanging out with Carmen and then he heard like she hooked up with one of their friends and is it true and james is like well it might be um might be a hotel involved and whatnot um but he's just pumping james for information um and then jack's so he, so james confides because you know james is so like the little puppy dog that wants attention and affection and acceptance so he leaks a little bit of information and of course right there jack's rage text Kristen or Carmen like I know it I know it throws him under the bus like I'm with James on this like what there's no bro code like there is a thing like there's you know, we just saw it on New Jersey it's like you don't what happens at guys night you know but no Jax has, has none of that obviously we know he's done that with Schwartz and Sandoval he just leaks all their secrets and information I mean yeah it just it, it there's something just so satisfying about seeing Jax just be like, the way he just, yeah, he gets the info, he gets his phone out, and gets right to business. And it's just like, here we go, Fl you know, throw that gas on the fire, and poor James, you know? Except for, on the flip side, James 
I mean, he's just like a calculated liar. So Christian confronts him right away, and he denies, <laughs> denies, denies. I did not. I did not. She's and Christian's like, I read the fucking text, you moron, you you fucking douchebag. He's like, no, no, I did not. I did not. And he just doubles down. He just denies, denies. It's even on film. And he's like, Jack's just like a, a tattled like a little bitch. And, uh, and then James uh, called Kristen a fucking idiot and a dumbass, <laughs> even though she was right. So it's like he is mini Jacks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they both I... diabolic, diabolically convincingly lie to their girlfriends, unflinchingly to their face. Like I <laughs> literally loved like the hatred that Kristen had for James. It was like this like it's she was mothering him but like in a mean way and but and she's right it's like you know that mom of (laughs) the kid who it's like they're getting Mm -hmm. in trouble but you can't really like look away because like they did do it you know so you're just like (laughs) "Eh." the mom kind of like the mom has like a reason you know so it's like shoot i I don't yeah it was that (laughs) was was so good well later i forgot all this happened in this first episode but later when he lies about jenna and all that in the uber and she's got the receipts and he's still like Oh, and his face just shows it. Yes. We'll get there. Yes. Um, then they show Sheena delivering a birthday sparkler safely and properly. And I only note this because she did it very professionally, unlike Futia, that almost put a couple eyes out. So well done, Sheena. Yes, I, I did notice that too. It was a very nice delivery. <laughs> um, Tom with Kristen, he's like, you actually have to ban her from the premises. Otherwise, she will show up. She will. Because they were talking about, is she going to be invited to um, Sheena's birthday party? And, okay, I can, this whole conversation, I get it. So it's Sheena, Ariana, and Sandoval. And they're like, she's not coming to your birthday, right? Like, we just don't want any drama. I want to hang out with you on your birthday. And she's like, well, I just wish that... Some of you would give me a direct reason to not be friends with her because she hasn't done anything to me. And Ariana was like, "Um, I'm the reason. Tom's the reason. Uh, So I do get that because if you're like, you know, pick your friends. Like, who are you closest with? Sometimes you just have to back them. Like, Stassi's good at this. She'll back her friends blindly even if they're wrong, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. Very pick-a-side loyal. So I do see the frustration on Ariana and Tom's side with that because – She's done some fucked up things to Ariana and Tom, and and will do more fucked up things this season. Just like, just because they didn't fuck you over, like, you know, like who who are you actually friends with? So I get their point there. Um, what was my point? Oh, but at the same time, I, I was thinking about this as I was watching the scene, kind of agreeing with Tom and Ariana. I was also thinking about like current day and maybe this is their payback Tom and Ariana are friends with people that are not on Sheena's good graces you know like Dana or Janet and some people that have like double crossed or betrayed her or but they are still hanging out like literally this week they were posting you know particularly with Janet and whatnot that Sheena felt betrayed her I think you know I think they're all over it but still they're not friends so it's like well they're kind of doing the same thing right so I don't know if that's like payback like well we're going by your words 
So I guess in that scenario, that's fine because. Yeah, I mean, I and I and I think that both, like you said, I feel like both of them were right in this moment because, yeah, sometimes you just want your friend to take your side and stand up for you and fight your battles with you. You know what I mean? But and then yeah. on, in Sheena's to Sheena's defense, like. I don't like when someone tells me who I can like and who I can't. Like if I don't have that experience with them, it's hard for me to tell them I can't be your friend because of this experience that I wasn't a part of. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's it's hard. Um, but when it keeps happening over and over and over again, like I don't think Tom and Ariana were wrong. And, um, you know, and we do see Sh- Sheena struggles with this a lot. You know, like people are always like telling her, do this, yeah. do that. And so she's that having is. to like have like difficult conversations with people. And she's been accused a lot of, you know, being wishy-washy. And it sucks because her personality is just that she's she is neutral. You know, so people keep on telling her to pick sides. And then it's like that's not like authentic to her. So then when she has those conversations, it's annoying. So... I don't know. Yeah, like it's, she was friends with James and Raquel, and then the witches of WeHo like took her back in. But they're like, "But you can't be friends with Lala." Or yeah, tell her. James go tell her. You know, it was, they, they always are like commanding her to go do things. Yeah, which she isn't commanding any of them to and, not be friends with yeah. people. Yeah, and then and even when you know in season one, episode one, you know she has this thing with you know Brandy. And everyone's telling her she can't be in the room, how to handle it, don't talk to her, don't work when she's here. You know, it was like, Sheena's really been pushed around, that's for sure. Yeah. And I don't recall ever her telling any of her friends that they can't be friends with certain people. Like, so while she may do it, she doesn't tell anyone not to. So she's telling her own truth. All right, well, then we go to an exciting scene in that alley that we all miss. Jaren loved the alley. Kristen and James are fighting in front of Jax in the alley. And uh, she, Kristen storms. I said, get out of here. I have to DJ. And he's like, and she's like, oh. And he's like, just go away with your crazy little smirk. And uh, I mean, like, how amazing is that that she rolls up? Like she doesn't, she doesn't like wait to get a response on the phone or wait until a shift is over. She just like bulldozes in, and this is why I love Kristen. Just like she, so she waits in the alley when she's banned and fired from Sir, which she does later when she sneaks in the back with Miami girl. Like, she, there's no security for her. There's no banning. Like I'm going where I'm going. <laughs> yep. Well, I love his little line. He goes, oh. Girls come and go, but dreams are with you forever. I'm like, well, that's very motivational and philosophical. Yes. I'm not going to give up my DJ Ankara at Sir for Crazy Kristen. Yes. Uh, then they pan over to a uh, naked shower shot of Jacks with his oh balls blown out. Oh my god! This shot. Okay, like. <laughs> That that shot was a lot. It's like him shitting on the toilet shots. <laughs> and again, like I, I, it didn't come off as like sexy to me. Like they 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 kind of did him dirty again, you know. Like where it's it's like kind like still a, a greasy after a shower. Yes, and it, and it, it, it yeah, it looked like he was like like maybe like he was gonna go poop after that or something, which would be like a 
very poor like planning like you should poop first and then shower you know what I mean like yeah well, he should, for sure. <laughs> he should, yes. But yes, it was just like, oh, okay, okay. So then they have his mom show up, and oh, dear Marie. But she rolls up in a taxi, and I'm like, at this point, he's already, like, bragging about his studio, saying, you know, all these Beverly Hills mansions, even if I had the money, I wouldn't live like that. This is me with his two bicycles hanging on the wall. It's like, oh, okay, Jackson, you're just on that home show with your faucet over the oven and your 10 billion thousand pillows and your pantry artist that comes and fills up clear plastic bins of like cheese puffs and candy and in the, oh, okay you wouldn't live like that Jax it's not you but the whole, whole point being he has his mom who's never been to California roll up in a taxi like you don't pick your mom up you're living in a studio apartment, clearly not making that much money yet. Who who does that? You wouldn't pick your mom up? I bet I it, it, still like never would I leave my have my mom take a taxi. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, that is crazy. But god, I love his mom. Like just every time that she was on the screen, I was just like uh, it, it it's heartbreaking what has happened with his mother. And, you know, obviously knowing what's going to happen, like it, the, just the whole thing just made me sad because um, she's amazing. And I, I love all the things that she says to Jax and they actually really played off of each other well. And it was cute how he checked on her a couple of times, like at the party and stuff. Like, yeah, I don't know, like nice. I, I had like warm fuzzies about them and like and I was chuckling because it was just funny how she was calling him out. You know, like it was... Like on the bottle of wine that he stole and all this silverware. So, yes. She, she'd give him the side eye and be like, I don't approve. Yes. <laughs> or she would just question him. She's like, so, and all of that silverware she let you take? You know, like she wasn't outright accusing him, but she was also like doing her little mom questions. Did you notice when they were panning around his... Uh because it's been so long since I've seen that apartment. And I think when it aired, I didn't really pay that much attention, but now it's so important. So I didn't realize there was not just one bicycle, but two bicycles on the wall, like above his bed. But then like the window into the kitchen and then the kitchen, there was this huge shelf of all his supplements. And I'm like, that's a lot of fucking supplements. No wonder he had his like boob jobs. But then... <laughs> They pan over to the refrigerator, and on top of the refrigerator, there's an even a bigger supply. I'm like, how many supplements do you need, dude? This is why you have issues. Oh, oh my God. gosh. And then, like, I loved how they, like, they pit his mom's like, is that my beach sign? Like, so <laughs> I loved, like, that little, like, I feel like before, you know, when Brittany came and her, you know, seaside living in West Hollywood, like, we were all laughing at that, but... It was obviously Jax's style, too. Do you know what I mean? Like, he started it. Like, maybe he was like, Brittany, I want to make sure that we, you know, like, I want to, I want it to say we live by the ocean in our apartment. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So, then I love, so they're going to Sheena, he tells her, we're going to Sheena's birthday party, which is kind of special because she's turning 30, but it's also for her mom, Erica, who's turning 50. And then it's Marie's birthday, who's turning 60. So that's kind of cute. Mm-hmm. And they all dressed up differently and everything. And I thought they all looked fantastic. Um, it was fun. Yeah, uh, totally. 
but but then I love so they're talking at Villa Blanca and she's just like I just need him to take a break take a break from the girls just stop stop for a while let it happen and she goes here's what I thought was so sad she goes I just can't wait to meet the girl that Jax ends up with I know I know if we knew like I mean maybe Brie was psychic but like the foreshadowing of that they didn't even know what was going to happen but it was super sad foreshadowing of like watching this again all she wants to do is meet the love of his life and his wife and then she can't I mean I think well, she and then, met Brittany yeah, but like never well, no, got to know her but then like it, it also was like heartbreaking because she was describing the type of woman that she would hope that, that Jax would find someone who accepts him for how he is and you know maybe he can heal some of the things that the traumas that he's had in his life and stuff and I just thought he really did find that girl and it's Brittany and they are married and now they have a little baby and yeah it was incredibly sad because it's like that's all she wanted yes. to do is see and witness and, she and that's can't. all then that's all Jax wanted too and I just wish they could come together he just stole it from her though and he's still stealing it from her by yeah. still referring to himself as you know, parentless, and you know he 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 goes between current tense and past tense and yeah. <laughs> different podcasts. So I think, oh, they've made up, and then he was like, no, no, I don't, I haven't talked to my. It's like, when are you gonna let it go, man? Like it was very clear, like the timeline of your own timeline that you said. You talked to your dad a day or two before, like that. That was on him. Yeah, I wasn't your mom. I really hope that. Um, I was hoping that when he, you know, had his son that he would like really you know give his mom a break a little bit when you see how much you love your own kid and you know like and he would feel that and be like my mom loves me so much like I what am I doing you know what I mean yeah and she'd be a great grandma and like you know another more love and extra help and whatever they can trade out with Sherry and and you know Kentucky and Michigan aren't that far away like Come on, man. It's just hurtful. I, I hope that one day everything like I know Bert- works out. Yeah, I know Brittany wants it and is pushing for it. And God bless her because I know she's tried. But, like, at some point she just has to stand by her man and be like, all right, well, I yeah, guess I'll respect whatever your you wishes. Want. Yeah. But, but, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, I loved the Villa Blanca scene when they all met for lunch. Um, and... I mean, these are the these are the interactions with Lisa that I love too because she her, her um yeah the just the spark between her and Jax and like the way like they're all like even Sheena jumped in on it like it was just like so like they were like poking fun of Jax and it was funny you know oh well I thought this was interesting I don't know how we missed the boat on this and why didn't we interview Carter when Sheena's like so asking Marie how many of Jax's girls have you met. She's like, I mean, there's Carter, there's Kentucky, there's... And Marie's like, Kentucky's not moving in, right? But I'm like, Carter, who he brings to Sheena's party later, I'm like, who is Carter and why didn't we not interview her? Yeah. I know we weren't podcasting back then, but how did we miss Carter? Yeah. We need to interview her now. Yeah. We sh- well, I, you know, I was actually, as I was watching this, as I was thinking... I don't know. Like, if I had been on a show like Vanderpump Rules while they were filming, 
I would probably listen to like a podcast or something and I'd probably be like in our Facebook group like how is it possible that we, that no one in our Facebook group can like tell us like here's my experience when I was filming did it you know what I mean like these people have yeah. there's people with stories out there and I want to hear them yeah like I always <laughs> we have someone in our group it's like the official hope or something is there a tagline and I always think it's hope but I know it's not. Yeah. I always, I always, every time I see her name, I'm like, oh, it's Hope. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, you know, I, that's, I'd rather Andy Carter than, than Hope. But, uh, and, and then Car- Carter's a very cute girl. Like, I, I definitely want to learn more. And he even says, he's like, well, Carmen, she, you know, she blew me off. So I just went down one name in my phone book, which actually, alphabetically does make sense Carmen to Carter do you know that I I I literally like thought about that when he said it to make sure that he was like not lying (laughs) I was like ABC I I was doing my ABC (laughs) because like R T U V oh yeah M L L L M N O P yeah I also was looking like a psycho um, through the crowds, like at Sheena's party to see if I recognized anybody like who was an up and comer or anything that I missed. And I swear I saw Randall, but I rewound and it wasn't him. It was um, it was another guy. Shoot. But I mean, like we know of him, too. I'll, I'll think of his name. Um, but yeah, I, I did see some familiar faces back there. And I actually really liked, uh, I know I'm jumping ahead, but I also really liked, um, Max's, uh, when Kristen, like, would get frustrated with James, she's like, Max, like, go handle him. Don't give him yeah. a drink. Max! Like, I was like, that actually is, like, a legit, like, we know that to be true in real life, that relationship. So I really sure. enjoyed seeing that. It was cool. Oh yeah, Max will totally enable James and like yeah. he's like oh, but he's also English. He's like oh whatever he'll do, he'll do it. he can handle it. And, yeah, you know they just they keep that stuff um, stiff upper lip. And but you like, know eh, like if you don't man's a man if you've never hung out with Max and you don't know him you kind of think that like he's it's like oh like he must be really shy or he's just not acting for the camera or something. It's like no that's like really how he is like how what you're seeing is like yeah. literally max like that's like all literally that's all you get he's shy he's yes. just like um doesn't really give a fuck yeah um and I don't, it's somewhere between shy and asshole but more like indifferent like yes whatever i don't care who anybody is i'm just doing what i'm doing yes <laughs> yes it, it's yeah because i used to think he was just shy and like timid it's like no he's not yeah, no, it's, he's that's he, not it. That's he just not he it. just like does not care, Doesn't and he and he's slightly annoyed. Always annoyed. Yeah, <laughs> and indifferent and like, um, oh yeah, hey, hey, Max, remember we've met twenty four times. Oh, uh, um, okay, okay. <laughs> and he like looks the other way. It's like, all right, cool. And Good. then they want to like break into Shania's twin. Like, who do you think you are, Brad Pitt? <laughs> yeah. Come on. Oh, come on. <laughs> Anyways, but. For some reason, I still love them. Yeah, me too. Um, you know, you always love what you can't have, right? <laughs> the power <laughs> of the takeaway. <laughs> he takes it away. Yeah. So <laughs> That's true. Um. So, Jax is going on. It's like, I just always think there's something better out there. I'm not going to get married. There's always something better. And so then they asked about Stassi and what Marie thought. She's like, well, I like Stassi in the beginning. But then as time went on, I saw this personality change, and I thought, two things. Okay, fair, 
But also, I don't really think Stassi's personality changed. I think she probably became a little more psycho or jealous or demanding or commandeering because she was being taken advantage of. She was being lived off, sponged off. He, she found out he was cheating. And she so she's a little bitter and a little feisty. And hence, what Marie saw was maybe a personality change. Right. So in her defense, I can understand, like, maybe she was smitten and in love with what she thought was, like, this hunky model. And then she realized he's just a piece of shit. So, yeah, yeah she got a little bitter. Or you know how it is, like, when pe- when someone keeps promising you something. And they're like, oh, like, you know, and they're, yeah. like, over-promising. And so, and you want to believe. And then it's like, then you stop believing and everyone else still thinks that you're like down with it, but you're like just seething because they're a liar, you know? Yeah, and like I, she's trying to probably save face and pride, yes, yes. but really it's just coming out, oozing out. Yes. She can't help it anymore, and yes. I do not falter for that. Yes, <laughs> yes, and, and in a way, I really think that um, that his mother was acknowledging that that was what that comment meant. <laughs> I really think she did. Like she was like, well. Mm. Well, if she didn't then, she knows it now. Yes, for sure. <laughs> the way he's treated her. So then they go into about how he's always stolen things. He stole his own sister. So Marie said, <laughs> oh, it was Jenny's like communion or confirmation. And my, her aunt that was her special aunt gave her this special cross necklace to give to her. And then Jack stole it to give to because he needed a, a gift for his girlfriend and just stole it. And then she's like, oh, my God, Jack stole Carmen's sunglasses and gave them to Katie for her birthday. And then Carmen saw them on Katie's Instagram. <laughs> I mean, that is insane. I mean, always classic. That is insane. Like, you can't – like, I, I couldn't even make that up. It's so good. It's it, just, it, it wasn't like a one-off, like he was desperate. It's like a consistent – uh, ML for him. And here, and this is when, you know, Brie was like really on top of her game here because not only do they tell, they get him to tell this story, Sheena's telling the story, it's hilarious, but they splash up the pit, the Instagram post of Katie with the freaking glasses on. Like, it's just, <laughs> and, and like she's so happy in them. Like, it's hilarious. Yeah. And then they flash to Jax's face and it's that same face of like, well, that's, like the cat that ate the yeah. canary. Like, like oopsies, oops. that's just Jax. Yeah. That's just Raven. Go outside just... for a bit now. You're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> uh. And then Marie tells this weird story of how Jax's, Jason's uh, bus driver came to her door crying because her 12-year-old son, like, basically, like, sexually accosted okay, her. Now, like, this her is a... a person who I would like to interview. Like, yeah, let, can we track driver. down this bus driver? Well, he was 12, so we're going to have to find this person. She was blonde and a bus driver in, well, we can find out where he, like, we know where he's from. So, yeah. yeah. we need to interview. So, he dips her and, like, lays one on her. So, it was, like, 19, it was, like, 1991, and we we really could do this. Oh, my God. (laughs) But that she went crying? Like, that, I mean, it must have been a little more dramatic than, like... Well, probably because like, she felt oh, like she was going to, like, lose her job, you know, because of Jax. Right. Child molestation. Yes. Like, that. I, I would have like cried, too. That, yeah. Well, you know what? You know what 1991 brought? Mary Kay Letourneau. So she probably was fearing for her fucking life. <laughs> that was right at that time with Billy. Oh. He was 12, and she was a blonde 
20, 30 something. So you know what? I respect her fear and she did the right thing. She did do the right thing. Like I, yeah, that story was bizarre, but also at the same time comforting. You know, she didn't want to go to prison. Yeah, she's like, I am sorry, your your son just yeah that that's hilarious. Well, you know, after that we heard about like kindergarten or first grade boys getting expelled because they kissed a girl because it was you know sexual harassment. It's like everyone's like they're kids, they're kids, but you know he was twelve. And granted, if this happened now today, yes, it would be taken very seriously. And this was right on that cusp, that borderline of when that little boy was in trouble for kissing the little girl on the playground and well, he literally and he dipped boy. her <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> i wish that i well, was like a cartoonist and i could draw these things like it would be so fun to like draw out a scenario of this you know yeah oh man so this is when Schwartz gets his perm, which doesn't even look like a perm. It's just like, like he waved his hair. And then Tom and Tom go to the party. It's basically Starsky and Hutch. But he's like, oh, I'm Chip Harley. I really go into character. It's like, you're Starsky and Tom's Hutch. You didn't create this. It's a TV show. Okay? Oh, my gosh. Okay, wait, really quick. I have to go back to one th- one scene because I just thought, I don't know why I thought it was so funny, but um, in uh, Kristen's, you know, apartment, Kristen's sitting in her apartment and she's working on her t-shirt line, you know, because, because that's <laughs> the what first, she, The first wave. <laughs> the first wave, yeah. And um, so she's sitting there and James comes in and he's like, I brought you some flowers to say sorry. Oh, yeah. And she's like, well, um, what what do you feel bad about? Which part? And, like, his his line to her, like, I, I always have my captions on, so it just cracks me up when something is like this. And uh, she he literally says, for telling you to fuck off. Like, if 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 that's what Chad told me he was sorry for, like, I, I don't know what I would do. Like, he better have, like, a way better explanation than just saying one line of what he did to me. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... He's just very strategic. Like he knew he's like, okay, I wor- I wormed my way into the show using her, but I better tread lightly because he knows he could be written off real easily. So he needs to put it in a little more time. And that's why he's kissing Jax's ass and Sandoval's ass, even though they got in a fight last season. He knows he could be like a one season wonder, right? So he's he still needs to play play the his cards right here you know and and that was the other thing that like kind of crossed my mind like throughout this whole thing is you know we have the og cast and then we have the newbies that have come on throughout the show and how like uh how hard they have had to work to stay like you said like it's not easy like with it, it this isn't like a one and done sort of deal like they have to work it to stay on this show yeah, i mean Plus, look we've the, seen yeah, and the o- and the OGs are always like, we don't want the new people. Like they are like actively trying to push them out. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's rough like, staying on this show. Tina was written out because she didn't bring the drama. Right. Well, some may say because she was black. I don't know. Could be either one. Vale. Well, Vale was white and beautiful, but she didn't bring the drama. She was boring, so she was written out. Billy Lee brought the drama and the diversity, but again, rubbed too many people the wrong way and this is when the OGs had some power to flex so James you know I think he was just right in that middle there of like "Mm, I better watch my I've seen some people not you know like Vale was a really good example like I know they'll dump some people no problem so I gotta keep 
I got to keep uh, creating some roots in different directions. Yes. I love. I mean, he he wasn't wrong though when he's like, I thought Krista has FOMO because he's hanging out at Sir all the time with all her friends, and that would be irritating. If you were fired, all your friends worked at Sir, your boyfriend works there, now he's hanging out with all of them, but you can't come. Yeah, that'd be a little annoying. Well, and again, um, you know, Kristen also has a job to do where she needs to insert herself into that drama. Otherwise, she's written off the show. So what does she do? She shows up. She walks up, not invited. She has to show up. Like, she wasn't invited to Sheena's party. She's coming to Sheena's party. That is how you stay on top. Yeah, she's a a hustler. She is a hustler. And that t-shirt line, she tried it once. She tried it again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Witches of WeHo wine went away. Now it's back. She doesn't give up. <laughs> <laughs> She's working every angle. Even the, uh, she, I heard uh, the whole Stassi felt bad because basically she got Kristen fired, which is pretty much the truth. And then Stassi felt so bad. So then the, and she, Stassi also probably needed allies. But also guilt and needing allies, she refriended Kristen because you know, power in numbers. Right. I don't think there was any real, like, love, loss, and tears. Stassi is the way Stassi is. But if it could benefit her, and it did, by by refriending Kristen, it, it's power in numbers, it's strategy, but it's also showing, like, empathy and forgiveness, which is going to bode well for her during that time. So I think her refriending Christmas, uh, Christmas, Kristen was uh, strategic and convenient. Do you think there's going to be, like, a... Uh, in real life, do you think that there's going to be tension between Stassi and Kristen and Katie? Because Katie is, I mean, kind of going off of the topic from this uh, from this episode where Ariana is kind of saying to Sheena, like, dude, if you're my friend, like, then you should not be friends. Wouldn't you be like, if you're my friend, you wouldn't be on Vanderpump Rules. Like, take my side. Like, don't, like, I don't know. Wouldn't you kind of want your friend to take your side? Yeah. But that's happened with other things, with like housewives and things like that. And, uh, and sometimes it's people have respected the decision because they know their friend needs the money. Yes. And other times it's broken up the friendship. Like obviously Shannon, Vicky, Tamara, it right. broke their friendship. Yes. But Shannon also needed the money because she was going through a divorce, assets frozen, didn't have any money. Like I also understand why. Yeah, I, I also think that it's going to depend on the success of the show. Like I, I'm sure that Stassi and Kristen are sitting back to see if they can laugh and go, "Ha ha, see they needed us." Or if it's a screaming success, then some resentment will probably come. Yeah, you know, but. In in reality, we really didn't need Stassi or Kristen last season. They didn't really bring anything. Yeah, I I know, but it'll just be interesting to see like how what, what their feelings are like too. You know, like I don't know, like we're all there already is like some bitterness in the comments and stuff I've seen from um from Kristen at least. But oh, yeah. on the new season. Yeah, or you know, just of uh, the way everything has been handled. You know, like they're they're obviously very bitter about it still. You know, right? right. With like we talked about last week yes, with her yes. boyfriend chiming in. Yes. And, yeah. Yeah. Like it's and pretty then, obvious uh, how they feel. Max and all those comments. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, so well, yeah. So back to Sheena's birthday. I loved her theme. Like. Sheena's always good for a theme, and she's always good for like having like a little bit of like a birthday meltdown. Um, 
But it was nice that it was open, like you could just pick your own decade. Yeah. So her mom was like 40s. And here's what I love about Sheena. Like, no matter what party or special, like, her parents are like her BFFs, like her number one invites. Like, you know, we'll throw a party, but like, I'm not going to invite my parents or, you know, to a, some of my parties. Like, but that, that that's just her given. Like, they attend everything and, like, you know, they they literally socialize together. They you know what? To I, you're, I am very jealous of that. Like, I, I don't, I'm, I don't know if I'm jealous. I wouldn't want my parents the way they are now to be there, but I would want my parents to be like her parents and be there. Yeah, like you're going to throw an 80s party tomorrow. You're like, Mom, I can't wait for you to come. I can't wait to see what you dress up up. Or you're going to the Dodgers game. Mom, I can't wait to go to the Dodgers game with you. It's like, I mean, I hope I hope that Ronnie includes me like that. You know what I mean? Like how special her mom must feel to be included like that. And I also really liked that they all had cakes. They all had candles to blow out. You know, like it was like very much like a shared spotlight. And, you know, because sometimes Sheena gets the like a lot of you know people be like oh her selfies or this or that but if you look at it like I don't know she does some very selfless things no you'll have that I mean obviously you'll see Julia has that Heidi has that like so many Michaela like well I mean her kids are still young so they have to but it will happen like it's it just it's a new time and we all we all you know you all yeah hear yeah. it differently it's just how you want like be friends but also still be their parent don't yeah, be their yeah, best yeah. friend yeah you know um but but yeah that, that that's a very good point I, I noticed that too and I know I noticed that like as uh, you know at so many events we've been to they've been there and it's it's very cool I also don't know that my mom like has a personality to want to come like she would be like she would freak out about like what she was gonna wear or what she was gonna do or like not be comfortable in front of the camera so it takes personality on both sides for sure I was at something yesterday, and um, was just let's just say a lot of guys that took their shirt off and they were on top of a bar. And anyway, so I was with some huge mixed crowd between age twenty to seventy, uh-huh. we'll say. So a couple of ladies older than me, mm-hmm. but not but not old. But they're like, let's let's go up on the bar, and they grab me and my friend who was visiting from high school. And she's more of a shyer type, and you know I'm not not really. And uh, and and they're like, come on, you got. And we're like, I'm like, absolutely not. There's no way. And my friends, she's like, yeah, exactly. She's like, well, if she does it, then I'll do it. And she already told me no way. And if she's not doing it, then there's no way in hell I'm not doing it. And I'm like, yeah, you know me, you remember, because I like I haven't seen this girl in forever. And I'm like, you know, I'm way more likely to get up there than you. She's like, uh, yeah, I know. I knew you in high school. Like, you know, I remember firmer, whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not touching that with a ten foot pole. Are you kidding me? And, uh, it was just kind of funny. It's just like, exactly. Like, you just know what you're comfortable with, not comfortable. And you know your your time and when it's not your time. Totally. Totally. <laughs> but I will say I had a lot of fun meeting a lot of young girls. Like, the, um, this, this I, I call them the Kardashians because there's three girls. They come in. They're probably, like, 22. And, you know, they knew, you know, we're all in a group. But so they knew, how do you know this person, that person, whatever. But their names were, like... K, K, and something else. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh my god, you guys are like the new Kardashians, and I was just kidding because they were all, you know, Courtney, Caitlyn, Kim, Chloe, yeah, 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 that, that kind of thing. Yeah, 
And anyways, they're like, well, who are you? And I explain, and they're like, wait, you're single? And I'm like, yeah. And this girl, she's like 22, cute, hot, young girl. She's like, oh my God, let's go out. Oh my God, this is great. And I'm like, you're excited to meet me and go out with me? (laughs) That's funny. So much younger. And I like bonded with these other girls that were like so much younger. And I'm like, am I just like delusional? Like what's going on? But like, it it was a real ego boost. I'm like, hey, these girls want to hang out with me and they want to go out with me and they want to be like my wingman or I'm their wingman. I'm like, I'm going to take this as a compliment. Okay. I'm not getting up on that bar, but I'll take the little, uh, yeah, I can get here. So that was kind of fun. I've got a lot of fun pictures and videos I can share with you. I can't Ooh. post them. Sorry, you guys. Well, maybe some nondescript ones if anyone wants some really fun footage. Maybe in our private Facebook group, people, if you haven't joined um, Vanderpump Rules Party. Yes. Uh, Facebook, private, closed. And don't forget to follow us, Vanderpump Rules Party on Instagram, and follow Sarah C.O.C. on Instagram. We appreciate it. And also, don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. We're forever in your favor. And let us know if you want a birthday shout-out or any other kind of shout-out or special message. We will uh, do it for you. Yes. So, anyways. So, Kristen. Okay. Well, speaking of taking pictures... It got a little creepy. So she shows up. She crashes Sheena's party uninvited. She's not in costume. And Sandoval's out there doing his one-man show on his roller skates, like, trying to, you know, shoot the bird and do his little moves. And Christian is like, woohoo, yeah, yeah. Like, Ariana's just sitting over there, like, cringing, not woohooing. And then Christian's, like, taping him, taking pictures. Like, got a little creepy. Yeah, it was it was awkward. And uh, I would be just like Ariana. I'd be like, what, why? Like, go away. Um, this is when I took the, the I paused it and rewound and took the a little video clip of Ariana. So when she's in the short little black wig. And they show her face just cringing and like kind of eye rolling like, ew, that's creepy. It was like the best. I know it's like a gif out there or whatever, but uh, it was just the best moment. Yes. Um, yeah, totally. But I, again, like not to be like a Kristen apologist, but I feel like, um, I don't know, like, I, I guess I've always related to Kristen because, like, I feel like I'm just as crazy as she is. Um, and it would suck to, like, be in that friend group and, like, able to, like, and being with Tom and, like, in there with everybody and, like, normally taking pictures of him and then suddenly you're, like, banned from all of the events because now he has a new girlfriend and a new life. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't know. Oh, so so I. I I can see but like she spirals under that though like it's like she's she doesn't handle it well at all and it's like written on her sleeve you know what's going on but um yeah in that moment when she was taking pictures I was like I saw Ariana's face and like I got it but then I also got where Kristen was coming from too like she just wants to fit in too and she's trying to like prove like this is my life you know I I don't know it's it's I've known him it's complicated yeah These are my friends, you know. I've never related to Kristen more than recently with particularly her book name. You know, it's not you. You know, he's making you crazy. You're not crazy. He's making you crazy. Like a hundred thousand percent. Yes. I a hundred percent get it. 
when I read it, I loved it, related. Now I relate even more, like the gaslighting and the crazy stuff she went through. I 100% see that with crystal clear vision now. Um, so I have mad respect and insight, like further insight into her and what made her the way she is and totally understand it. And also, you know, they were together seven years and like at this stage, him and Ariana were just together, you know, six months to a year. So yes, of course, it's just killing her. So I, and then, I feel Yeah. And then I feel like it would be like so annoying for everyone to be like, Kristen, like just calm down. Like he's way happier with her. Like she's so much better for him. Like it just like that would like... <laughs> yes, that would literally like make me go crazy. Yeah, you you need people to be like, you know what? It's not. It's a rebound. It's not going to. Yeah, yes, yes. It'll fizzle. You you don't need to hear like they're just better suited. It's like you don't fucking need to hear. That. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Awkward situation all around. Next, yes. Yeah, this season and the next season with the Miami cry or the you know crying and. You know, and, and she finally gets some, was it, I think that was in New Orleans, right, on season five when they went to the Bachelor Bachelor party and he cries outside, like, I just want you to be happy or I'm sorry, and he's crying, and she finally felt like that moment of completion, and I think she was with Carter at that point, yeah. but she finally felt like, okay, I deserve the apology I've been waiting for. He's taking ownership and accountability. And she felt satisfied. Remember, she didn't cry. She's the crier. He cried and she walked away like feeling satisfied. And that was a great moment for her. Yes. Speaking of Carter, what's up with Carter? Why? Have you seen him? No, I just mean like I I, I haven't, you know, she's moved on from Carter and I have not heard ish from Carter. All right. Well, everyone wellness check on it's a real beard uh he hasn't posted anything since uh june 2nd 2020 wellness check yeah also he may be smart on just trying to like be quiet he probably has a different one now and he's just rebuilding and that's probably smart if he wants not, no association doesn't have to deal with trolls and haters for the rest of his life because these th- these shows replay all the time why why is he going to be dragging himself through the mud when he's not getting paid yeah you know so yeah, power to you but as long speaking as okay. of that if you want to come on the podcast carter contact us <laughs> and also wellness check yes does anyone care does anyone know well don't you know him isn't that how you met yeah like does he still have a beard <laughs> and is it still real? Yeah. Um, then we go into Ken threatening Sandoval. So this is a precursor to Ken threatening James. Yes. You ever talk to Lisa like that? I'll knock the fuck out of you. This this whole this made me very uncomfortable. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I don't like when when Ken gets real like hyped up like this. Yeah. Um, we saw him do that on Beverly Hills when he yelled at like Yolanda or something, and it was. It was not because everyone's like, Ken, he's just a puppy dog. But no, when he gets like lit, he's just like, ooh, he's a little scary. Yeah. Ugh. And and he's another one when you see him like in public, like he kind of gives off like the Max vibes. Like he's he kind of like doesn't make himself approachable, but he is, but he isn't. And it's like you can tell like he's yeah. the he's the enforcer, you know, on the on Lisa's team. And so when he's walking through that restaurant, he's not walking through to greet fans and say hello. No. Like he's literally doing quality checks to make sure that Check people it. are doing their job and like he 
he regulates yeah. and you can tell the staff gets like like they do their job when he's around you know and, and we've seen him there the most more than lisa yes 100 percent. yeah he and he's he walks from you know he starts at sir then he goes to pump and then to tom tom like he is and then to pavilions yes and then to the atm that's right and then he picks up more alcohol from pavilions because that's where they buy the alcohol yeah remember that oh, yes that funny like we need more alcohol go over to pavilions like what you're a restaurant you don't buy retail with it yeah they okay. they get things done <laughs> so they're at the um on Dawes is where her party is so we've stayed there for the Sunset Music Fest and we've been on the pool deck where they filmed the famous James Fireball handle guzzling season uh, I mean scene scene yeah <laughs> but yeah and they're like James no but did you see how many handles they had and then there was different people in the, in the same shot there was multiple of you know the giant gallon with the handle a fireball like that's a lot of fireball yes maybe they just had it for the party and whatever they pre-bought they had to take home or get rid of so maybe that makes sense i also i also really liked that scene too of the guzzling of the fireball i mean it was just like it just felt sloppy felt yeah so good and sloppy so real and Kristen just flipping out like it just i mean oh just brilliant 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 work I mean, you can't, like, I, I understand, like, he's right in front of her telling Jenna, you're the most beautiful girl I've ever laid eyes on, as he's sitting next to his girlfriend. I would have walked out. I would have, I would said, have freaked uh, out and walked out. Yeah, I'd have been like, good, good, have a good night. Yeah. And maybe she did, and that's when he ended up Ubering with Jenna. Yeah, yeah. And she did look very beautiful that night, I will say. Yeah, so you guys, Jenna is there. It's Jenna... Uh, wait, is Jenna, Jenna Rosenville or is that the is that the producer? It's Jenna, whatever. Yeah, she's the personal. She was in Sheena's wedding. She's a personal trainer for all those girls. Um, she used to go on Lala and Rand's PJ and personally train Lala, which I'm like, bitch, you were Sheena's friend first, okay? <laughs> and then she trained the witches of WeHo even when they weren't friends with Sheena, so. I mean, maybe she's remained neutral this whole time. If so, cool. But, um, yeah. I don't know. I'd like to hear more about that whole backstory. If anyone has some intel on how Sheena felt, her being, like, the person that introduced her to the group, and then, I mean, maybe she's happy for her and that she gave her more exposure to build up her personal training brand. Cool. Awesome. Or did you feel betrayed and like? Hmm. I would I would love to hear the bes- behind the scenes of like all of that because it sounds so dumb. Like, uh, you know, you can I introduced you to this person or I got you on the show, and so you know, here's the steps that you took after that. Like, there has to be that whole dialogue happening behind the scenes because it's yeah. just the truth. Like, I mean, who put Kyle Chan on? Do you know what I mean? Like. There's all these people are, you know, featured on the show. I mean, even like little characters that you don't think matter are very popular because of, you know, being filmed on the show. So it would, I would love to hear those backstories. Like that's, I love that. 
Yeah, I mean, that just kind of happened on Summer House recently where there was a Twitter war. Well, Kyle was reacting to Hannah. Hannah had burned him in some interviews and podcasts. And so he rebutted just like out of anger. He, he says now on the reunion, he didn't, well, I didn't mean that. I was just rebutting because you were trashing me saying, you should be thinking us. You wouldn't. You wouldn't even, you know, be known or exist without us starting the show. Because she came on like season three, season four. I think season three. But I mean, it's not like she came in and just like crushed the house. I was like, okay, you came in as like an amenable person. Like people liked you, but it wasn't like a. You didn't make or break this season. You know, and the show was already in their third, going on fourth season. So when she's like combating him, he's an OG. So he's got, you know, it's kind of like the VPR OGs do to like, you know, haze the new the new people, right? Yeah. Um, but you know, there's something to be said about that. Like, don't slight me. I've been doing. I've been here since the beginning. So just watch your step, kind of thing. I don't know, but I mean, that's that's always something to. I'm sure it goes on with a lot of them and a lot of like the side players or people that have come and gone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely know there's like internal battles of like some people getting featured because they're, you know, more than others that maybe should or could because of, you know, alliances or bias. I don't know. Yeah, we we need a behind the scenes special that we need to host and <laughs> totally have all the deets. So then it, it's getting really tense, and James is just getting too wasted. So Tom decides to lighten the mood by skating into the pool in his underwear and leather jacket and roller skates, and it does kind of break the ice. And I was worried about him sinking, you know, being intoxicated with those skates because, as you and I know, they're very heavy. Yes. <laughs> But maybe his underwear blew up and his leather jacket helped float him. I don't know. <laughs> but it was a power-packed episode. It was. It was so fun. And you guys, if you haven't uh, gone back to, you know, fling on an old episode, we recommend turning on season four. It did not disappoint. And, um, yeah, it okay, really can I ask, it got me fired up. How did you watch it? Hulu. Oh, okay. Well, see, I had canceled my Hulu. So I know I bought the seasons either on Hulu or iTunes, and I couldn't get them going. So it was forcing me to do Peacock. And then so I log on to Peacock, and it says, you already have an account. But then, so I logged on, reset my password. I'm like, I don't know how I have an account. I never signed up for this stupid thing. Um, so then I do it, and I'm like, okay, yeah, watch this. I was like, well, you have to have premium. So I had to sign up for this stupid $5 a month premium to watch it. And I'm like, I don't want everyone to have to do that. And I know I watched old seasons via, it was either Amazon or iTunes, or maybe it was Hulu now that you say it. But I was just in a panic, and I bit it, bit the bullet, and I'm going to cancel because I don't really care to support that network. Um, yeah. More than, um, more than I, we already do. Yeah, I had... Um Hulu too and then um, it cancelled like I think I got it free with like Sprint or something and um, so yeah so Chad and I were like cutting back we're like screw Hulu we don't need it and then I, I called yeah. him I'm like dude I need to watch Vanderpump Rules um, you know season 4 episode 1 and same thing I thought that I would bought it on iTunes but I bought like 6 other episodes so 
we signed, but we got like a trial, and so that's how I watched it. Well, because you know what happened is in Huntington, I had the Apple TV you gave me, so I had my oh, iTunes. Yeah. When I came here, I got this TV. It's a Google TV. Can you watch iTunes on Google TV? Because the app's not on there, and I'm struggling to figure it out. Probably not. Yeah, and so now I have this other TV in my bedroom, and I still have the old thing you gave me. So I may try it in there and try to get iTunes on that TV. Yeah. Physio or something. Yeah. Or just my laptop, I guess. But um, I swear I bought those seasons, like four or five, you know, the ones that were older that, you know, they don't replay all the time. Yeah. Uh, If not, I'm going to just DVR everything I ever possibly see from here on out. Now that I have a clean DVR with a new... Yes, you got a full full room. It's very exciting. (laughs) Jenna Willis was the girl's name. Oh, Jenna Willis. No, Rosenfeld is the producer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jenna Willis. All right. Well, okay, so you guys, either Hulu, maybe iTunes, maybe Amazon, uh, Peacock if you must, or if you're already a subscriber, you know, there you go. We don't want you to have to pay extra, but... uh, it's so fun yeah if you need to it's worth it it's worth it for sure honestly i would say even if you did the five dollars a month just binge it and uh yeah or just do the trial like i'm doing and then cancel that crap real quick (laughs) i think i have a free month or something but i just started um on but like of course like as soon as i canceled my hulu there was like a bunch of shows that came out that i wanted to see so now i like i started cruel summer today um I'm just like on episode one, but like I can't wait to go watch more of that right now. Yeah, I was on Hulu and then I realized I never watched it. I ended up watching like one show, I think it was the morning show with Nicole Kidman, but then I realized I haven't really watched anything since. And I'm like, why am I paying? I know, I know. It's I had cheap, but it all adds up. It totally adds up, yeah. Yeah. So, and then it makes it kind of fun when you get it back, you know, like now it's like, ooh, like let's see what I can watch in the month trial, you know. <laughs> oh, is there another email I can use? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> All right, you guys, thank okay. you for hanging in with us and yes. we'll be back soon. Okay, bye. Bye.